What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 59 on Punks Under Pressure podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jimmy Valentino. And I'm the one that you hate, but you can't get past small waist, slim waist with a big old ass. Come on, mulatto. B.A. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> when I tell you that it's one of my favorite lines in rap, and I don't really care for her, but that bitch said that. <laughs> let, me get, let, me, look, let me get into the show before we get into get into that. <laughs> before we get into, let me get to the show before we get to that. So make sure you subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. It's either iHeartRadio, Spotify, if you haven't canceled it, and Apple Music. Rate us, rate us and comment. Also follow us on Twitter and IG at PunksPod. And using hashtag podpunks, and you can also email us at punkspod at gmail.com. So that is one of my favorite damn songs, by the way. You know what? I'm not gonna lie, she did that. That song is so cute. <laughs> that song is so cute. <laughs> but her name is Mulatto, so it's Lotto now. It's it's Lotto now. So. Girl, she should she could have changed her whole name. Why'd you still want to keep that? That's the same thing. And you know what else? Let's go ahead and just talk about it since we since we're talking about it. You know what really bothered me about that? It's like mm-hmm. when I found out how old she was. She's 23, 24, something like that. Yeah. Girl, 23, 24 years ago, mulatto was a derogatory term. So I'm a nobody a nobody should have been calling you mulatto 23, 24 years so, ago. The funny thing about it is she got her start on rap stars. What or, is it? That was a um, reality show on Lifetime, I think, with Jermaine Dupri. Because mm. she was a um, basically a, almost a kid rapper when she okay. first came out. So that was, <laughs> was she? That, so, that was her, <laughs> so, that, so that was called her Miss Mulatto. So, oh, that's terrible. They so did that, that to that girl name. for real? Yeah, that was her name. On her the name show? Was, yeah, her name was Miss Mulatto. So, Who let all, that get by? So I kind of want to say because times changed because back then, 20 years ago, you get away saying... I guess you could get away with saying it, but get away it with was that still wrong. Then, yeah. Because even like with the rapper um Light Skin Keisha. Oh girl, child. The fuck. It ain't no superstars no more. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get into that later on. <laughs> Speaking of that, how was your week? How was your... my week was um you know, my weeks have been very, very busy. That's why we're late on the show. Um you know, we were supposed to record the other week or whatever. I was tired from work. Work has been kicking my ass, but it's smoothing out. I'm getting my head out of out of the water a little bit. Um, going on a vacation this week. I haven't had a vacation since 2019 mm-hmm. when I went to St. Martin. Yeah, yeah, that was 2019. That sounds about right. And um, yeah, I'm just excited for that. I don't gotta go get a COVID test no more to travel to Puerto Rico. You just gotta be vaccinated. Oh, cool. So I ain't gotta rip and run and do that before I leave. Um, yes. Uh watch the Janet Jackson documentary like you been bugging me too, like you bugged me too. Ciao. We're gonna get to that. Let me tell you about my week. Cause I'm come back to that. <laughs> yeah, what's your week, girl? So my week was pretty my week was pretty interesting. So I went on a date with this young man on this young man. It's supposed to be in like a technically a session in quote unquote. Mm-hmm. However, during the session, I felt like his daddy. Oh. And not girl, in a good no. way. And not in a good way. How old was he? 25. Oh well, yes, Jimmy, you're old enough to be his daddy. I know. 
<laughs> so, yes, I, oh, uh, yes, I know. I'm old enough to be his daddy, but I actually felt like his daddy because, you know. That, that, so, now, now, that's different because I fucked with older niggas, but they ain't never felt like my daddy. And I got a young daddy. My daddy ain't number uh, 51. So, it's kind of like. Because so you so when I was younger, I used to mess with old dudes too. Older mm-hmm. dudes too. So I've been at that age where I mess with older dudes, but I've never been uh, this is my first time being on the other end of the stick of being like, damn, was I asking all these questions when I was 25? So I'm not gonna get into details about a lot of stuff we talked about because you listen to the show. So oh uh, well. But um some of the things that I was concerned, I was like giving him life lessons, and I was like, you know what, we ain't fucking. And yeah, because I'm a type of person. Number one, I don't believe in if I'm trying to quote unquote mentor you, I'm not going to exploit you. Sure. That means I'm not going to have sex with you. I'm not going to do anything with you because the sexual relationship that is going past that. Because I'm a firm believer in. If I'm gonna be a mentor, I'm gonna be a true mentor. I'm not going to Child. do do none of that. So he felt bad. Of, he he actually felt some kind of way about it because he like, well, being a daddy is sexy. I'm like, it's not sexy to me. Uh, well, you 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 kind of better than me because I wouldn't even try to come from come through trying to be a therapist. I just would have went in trying to fuck and left. I mean, I ain't I don't got time to be these nigga therapists. I ain't got time to raise no kids. Look, right. um. <laughs> I don't know. What to say. <laughs> I mean, you, you can ask me for some advice. I give it to you, whatever. I, we, we can chit chat, whatever. But like being like a mentor to a young gay, I that's not my calling. I mean, shout out to the people who can do it. I mean, if if you if <laughs> I mean maybe because I don't feel that way because I haven't hit forty yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I hey, I can't be a mentor to you girls. I mean, you you can watch me, and I can you know a lot of people. I mean, some people may say that you know. I, I I don't know. I, I just can't. I don't, I don't see myself being a mentor to nobody. I mean, I don't. My whole thing is I try not to be a mentor because that's not my ministry. There's other people that's good for that. That's not my ministry because I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna. I'm just tell you, try it out for yourself. But I'm not gonna lead you down the wrong path. So, girl, like how uh, Latoya told Jenna Jackson to get married. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, the girls want to know. Because uh, I have received the messages. Uh, Did you watch all four hours of the documentary? Of the Jan Jackson documentary? Okay. I did. I didn't think I was going to be able to, but I did. Okay. And it was good. It was like it was like watching that Jackson Five movie almost. Okay. <laughs> but okay. it was it was but it was good though. I mean, still Jenna Jackson. I still great gowns, beautiful gowns, but. Now I see the um, I can see the rhinestones on the gown now. What you saw before? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get why, I get why, I get the fandom behind okay. Janet Jackson. Don't get it twisted. I do. I understand the fandom behind her. Um, but I just, I, as far as the music goes, it's just, it's a Shanti with a boom cat. I, I, I. Yes, they go. They gonna come for you. I really want her and Shanti to do a song together. Like I really want that. 
Janet Jackson and Ashanti on a track together. That wouldn't be cool. That wouldn't be hot. I don't know. I think so. So they're gonna they're gonna come for you. So they they're gonna come for me too. Why? What happened? So did you I like watched... this? Did you like it? I don't know. I don't like how she um at the very beginning she like left out Toya name when she was naming all the brothers and sisters. I'm like Latoya Jackson is the most important Jackson there is. Like how dare you? <laughs> Sorry with the laugh. Like literally, how dare you? <laughs> like she really did. Like she was naming all the brothers and sisters, and she just straight up forgot about Toya. Said, "Oh, Toya." Oh, Toya. I'm like, Girl, what? Excuse me. <laughs> Latoya Jackson is the shit. Thank so, you. so I overall I give it a B. Wow, it was it was a great documentary. So this is so y'all can come for me. I'm allowing y'all to come for me this time. So I could have did without the first hour of the Jackson Five story. I mean, I mean, I mean, part of, I mean what's her part. without the what's her without Jackson Five? I get it, I get it. It's part of the story, but I could deal with the first. I could, I was expecting the whole hour of being talking about the Jackson Five. That's what I was was not expecting. Um, what I didn't like, and part of the B plus because of all the damn commercials that Lifetime put along the shit. Girl, let hold on. Let's pause for a second. Talk about all this black shit, this nigga shit that's on Lifetime. I hadn't watched Lifetime in a long time. And so when I was watching this stuff and I'm watching these commercials, I'm like, when did all this stuff come on Lifetime? Hey, Michelle got a damn movie. Why is Latoya Luckett and, and, and all these other, uh, and Latoya Luckett and some C-list girls are all on this cover holding knives? Some of my line sisters. They look. Latoya, look, Latoya Lucky got a movie. Tony Braxton got a movie. Amber Riley got a movie. <laughs> Y'all say Mama got a movie. <laughs> like they giving everybody. K. K. Michelle, Michelle now I may watch show. that. I may watch that show. K. Michelle got a show. I was like, damn. That old scamming show with that talk about that lady who's like she's part of she's like a she's like a MLM leader. Yeah. Like she uh does like uh scams basically uh allegedly pyramid allegedly. schemes pyramid allegedly. schemes i'm just going to say, uh, say oh, myself uh, allegedly. allegedly allegedly pyramid schemes we can't yeah. talk about that too because girl the girls Child. so but get back to the get back to the documentary um <laughs> so i know the girls i'm gonna just say this the documentary itself was definitely for diehard Janet fans because I didn't learn. I mean, I watched it. I didn't learn nothing new. See, but I did learn things new. I didn't learn nothing new. But the only thing I did take away from it was I didn't care about Jermaine. I knew Jermaine Dupree cheated on her because that was in News in Atlanta. So that was nothing new. Um, what I didn't realize, and I was talking to um, Frequency earlier. Um, so I had to give props to Tyler Perry for one. Because I, even though I don't like his shows, I don't like his movies. I respect him for giving black people chances in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people were not fucking with Janet after the Super Bowl, but he gave her a chance. Mm-hmm. So when I was selling Frequency earlier, back in the 2000s and all that stuff, I didn't realize Janet Jackson was blackballed. I didn't know she was blackballed until like Twitter stands came around. Right, same here. Because I saw, because I wasn't really paying attention to white radio at the time. I wasn't paying attention to MTV, none of that stuff. If it was, if it wasn't BET, Essence, or Vibe, I really wasn't paying attention and paying attention yeah. to the media. Because I saw Janet Jackson still working in 
everything else. To the 2000s. What I did think, however, that her music changed because I thought they were trying to market her to compete with Beyonce, Rihanna, and Sierra at the time. Though I did, um, I did think that. I never because, paid that close attention to the music. But because, because I knew how music had changed, I knew there wasn't, I know it went from off you to the music wasn't that great all of a sudden. So, um, what I took, what I learned from it, I didn't know that, I didn't know she was married twice. I thought, like, the um, first time, I thought that was just, like, a rumor that she was married to the DeBarge dude. I didn't know they was, like, legally married. Yeah. And then the second time, that's the second time she was married to that guy, I thought that was the marriage that she was just married to for, like, less than a year and got it annulled. I didn't know she was with him for that long. Yeah, she was She was with Renee for a long time. So she didn't talk about her. She even talked. She didn't talk about her third husband in this documentary. Who was her third husband? Her baby daddy. She was married. Oh, the um, the the, 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 the yeah guy from overseas. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So she didn't talk about him. Um, Justin Timberlake. What's your thoughts on him now? I just I don't think about Justin Timberlake. I it's I don't know. I I ain't gonna lie. I think they both was up there trying to do a stunt. And it went bad, and that's why she don't want y'all jumping on him and uh, just whatever. <laughs> Wife over- overreacted, and that's all it was. I yeah, they they really overreacted. And what I was thinking about was, I think because they were not used to Janet Jackson doing that, because they in my mind, if Madonna was doing the Super Bowl, that happened to Madonna, that wouldn't that would have been passed over like girl we used to but i'm doing this shit this mm-hmm. ain't nothing new but janet jackson doing that was kind of strange was be strange mm-hmm. what up I, I will say let me take that back something that i did learn up from the documentary that i never really put it together but now i see it how much that her and michael had a quote-unquote competition but she was but michael jackson had the competition with her but she didn't have the competition with, with michael. him yeah and it made me kind of and it didn't make me kind of wonder um how he actually felt about her becoming a superstar because I, it kind of makes you wonder because the story behind Jermaine was actually one of the first stars of the Jackson 5 to go solo. And I know he felt some kind of way about Michael reaching his success, but there never was no discussion about how Michael felt about Janet. <laughs> Jermaine is the one that wears like the fucking tar and motor oil and shit. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Girl, and, that was um, a hot ass mess. And Randy looked like one of the old niggas that bit the bookstores. The, the, Randy got the girls twitching in their panties for some strange reason, but okay. Oh, he looked like one of them. One of them. He looked like one of the creepy bookstore niggas. You know the ones. <laughs> I know what you're talking like, about. Though. You know, just like yeah, give me that. Like girl, I, know what you, I know what you're talking about. Got the way. <laughs> <laughs> but the, also, what what I also didn't know is how much I kind of had in my mind that stuff that was happening to Michael legally was affecting her as well. Oh yeah, but I think I, I think they brought them together too as a family because I don't think they was really all that close to be honest with you. I don't think so either. Because even Latoya had turned against them at one point in time, but she came around. So, but overall, I would give it a I would give it a B because of the commercials and the Jackson Five hour. Great. The girl, Shut the up. girls, the, some of the girls were mad that she didn't spill no tea. It was water. It, I mean, there was no. I mean, I I, I didn't. I, I didn't think that. The, I, I think she told everything like from 
like everything that you you probably don't have heard everything that she said. I mean, everything mm -hmm. that was on a documentary, but you never heard it from her mouth. So right. that was the point of this whole documentary. And I but, and oh, but I also think my my bad. But I also think if I watch the end of the documentary, and I just want y'all opinion, did she realize that she's did she did she um almost say that she's going into retirement after this shit? I don't know, but I'm exhausted with Janet Jackson. So let's move right along. Um, <laughs> this the word of the week is spirits, spirits. And when I say spirits, I mean liquor. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Holy Ghost. No, why would we talk about that? Why would that be the word of the week? I don't know. What, have you ever caught the Holy Ghost? That's horrible. I was in Koji, so yes. Oh my god! <laughs> I grew up in the culture, church. I'm not gonna so lie yes. to you. I've never like felt anything in church like that. Like, like never. Not even. I just never been like okay. Like it's never really felt. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about spirits. What's your favorite drink? What's your favorite uh, liquor? My favorite liquor is dark liquor, cognacs, and bourbons. Mm -hmm. So right, so right now I'm not actually. I was drinking Maker's Mark earlier, but I'm not drinking it. I'm drinking Sprite. Um, I love Jack Daniels. I like Hennessy. Um, oh, Jack Daniels has like a little motor oil in it. And um, I haven't had any vodka in a long time. I used to drink that when I was younger. Or vodka's cute. Vodka's cute in the summertime. I ain't gonna lie to you. A kettle one and tonic, and some lime. That's my girl. What's your favorite drink? Um, it depends on what I'm trying to do. Okay. Or or like where I'm at, the mood I'm in, or whatever. Like in the summertime, if I'm out and about, I do drink vodka. I would drink vodka or beer because anything else is gonna take me out, and I'm not gonna be. I want to go get somewhere and lay down. And that's really why I don't drink a whole bunch anyway, because mm -hmm. liquor doesn't make me like bubbly and stuff. I just be want to go go to sleep. It makes me relax. It makes me relax. Wine makes me relax. So I don't drink wine when I'm out. I only would drink wine if I'm at home or I'm at someone else's house and I drink at a restaurant if I know I'm going home afterwards, something like that. Mm -hmm. I, drinking When I see people drinking wine, when I used to go to the clubs, I see people drinking wine in the club. I used to be like, the fuck are y'all doing? Like, how are you drinking <laughs> wine in the club? This That's not the ambiance for this. Like, I don't know. But I do drink brown liquors more so in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. um, I love a crown, a good crown and coke, plain crown. Um, I, I You turned me on to uh, the uh, Maker's Mark Angels called. Yes. You turned me on to that at the Halloween party. I had never had it. And um, I think I'm going to buy me a bottle of that. That was pretty good. When I was, was drunk as shit. At the party? Yes, because I don't drink alcohol. Oh. And I'm so glad that fish w w wasted my drink, or else I would have been really fucked up. Because after, <laughs> after she knocked that, I had just fixed that third drink. After she knocked that cup in my head, I didn't get no more to drink. I was, I took that as a sign. Like, yeah, go on here. You don't need them. <laughs> it, was too damn, it, was, it was too damn cold to be drinking. Number one. What was your first time getting drunk? My first time getting drunk was maybe when I was a kid, because I'm from Alabama, and that's all we do. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not okay. So we gotta be careful now. We uh, more listeners, more more ears on this shit. You can't be saying she's gonna get your mama counsel. When was the first time you got drunk and you was able to like you enjoy to remember? Not when you 
was sipping sipping shit to go to sleep. Um, probably fourteen, fifteen. Okay. So, um, not to get the details. I'm what was drink. it? What, what What was the drink though? Um, Cavassier. <laughs> because that's what they. Because that's what my that's what my family had in their house. Cavassier. Was it ENJ? Is ENJ Cavassier? Is ENJ a Cavassier? Oh, Cavassier is the is a brand. <laughs> Cavassier is a, but is is it a cognac though? Um, I don't know. Somebody let us know. Um, hashtag listen. Let us know what a, <laughs> I don't um, know. what Cavassier is. I think Cavassier is a, it's a cognac. I want to say. Think it, I think it's, it's I think it's a cognac too. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not for sure, but yeah, I like 1415 Cavassier, and I used to go to sleep to it. Like my first time going to the sneaking to the club, my first cocktail drink was a blue motherfucker. Come on, that's not like same thing as an amaretto sour almost. Yeah, <laughs> two dollar oh, so drinks at the bar. So what people don't know what a blue motherfucker is basically a blue version of a Long Island iced tea. Mm-hmm. Two dollar shout out to KK. I will uh say that last time I was talking to you uh about KK um mm-hmm. Big Yo Big Yo in Houston. It's a um it's a I don't know if Big Yo still exists in Houston or whatever. But back in the day, Big Yo was the club. It was a lesbian lady, and her stud girlfriend, her stud wife was KK, and she used to be on the mic or whatever in the club talking about two dollar drinks at the bar, and that shit used to be. I used to crack up when she <laughs> say that, and I've been listen when I tell you I've been saying that for the rest of my life. Two dollar drinks at the bar, like I randomly say that, <laughs> but I want to like. Big Yo used to run like the gay scene in Houston, like all the like she she was a lesbian, but like she used to bring the crowd out for the like the young banji gay boys. Was and it the only club in Houston? The only black gay club? Um, as far as I concerned, I was concerned, maybe, yeah. There probably okay. was some gay, but I was like 18, 19 at the time. Okay. I probably wasn't going to the, you know, the the place where the, the the doll will go to now, you okay. know, I'm down at the bougie club. I'm at the banshee clubs. Like that's the places I used to go. Like, okay, let me tell you something. Like, <laughs> what was but your, anyway, what was my your first drink? my yeah. first time getting drunk mm-hmm. was um, Long Island iced teas at my cousin's birthday party. My little cousin's birthday party. I want to say it was his first or second birthday party. Mm-hmm. I had came I had came home from school that weekend. From Prairie View that weekend, and yeah, I got my first time getting drunk. Drunk, I think I was like nineteen or twenty. I was almost legal old enough to drink mm-hmm. the first time I got drunk, like eight, like nineteen maybe, eighteen, nineteen. Going back now that at at the big age that we are now, mm-hmm. would you drink a Long Island tea today? Hell no! <laughs> I would never drink a Long Island iced tea, bitch. I, I I frown at people who order Long Island iced teas. I would judge the fuck out of you for ordering a Long Island iced tea. Just just watch the bartender make a Long Island iced tea. How can you drink that afterwards? <laughs> it is a mess. I cannot even smell them. It is gross. Get it away from me. I do not get a. Oh, I just can't. Oh. <laughs> that fucked up. That really fucked up Long Island's for me. I cannot drink that shit. Huh, we was talking about uh Dreets been whack when we was younger at the club on mm-hmm. um online. Mm-hmm. And we was talking about Amaretta Sours. Amaretta Sours. Vodka, cran- Sours. Vodka and cranberry. Cranberry. 
I was like, girl, I, a gay you. love of vodka cranberry, baby. Someday, a gay love of vodka cranberry. <laughs> and I don't know, and I don't know why they like because cranberry. because if you're not a drinker, it's something. It's really um. It's not a bad drink, to be honest with you. Let's let's just keep it cute. It, it's not a bad drink. It's actually it's good. All the girls judge it or whatever, but girl, it, it, it's, it's an old faithful. I judge it. It's an old faithful. Don't even trip. Like, I judge it. I judge it. <laughs> I judge it because of the fact that if you're not gonna name the vodka that you're drinking, I'm definitely know they're going for Mr. Boston. That's um, what that's what I'm judging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, yeah. See, and and that's the difference in vodka. That's why. I say kettle one and tonic because I can't drink McCormick and tonic. If if you drink cheap vodka, you definitely got to put some mostly cranberry juice in it. I want cranberry juice with just a splash of that um, octane. Because <laughs> <laughs> shit. That's what I judge. That's what I judge, baby. So, have you been watching Drag Race? I have, and I have some, and I have some beats. So, listen, child. On the last episode, they had a thousand J Lo's and an acting challenge. So, so go ahead. I, I will say this: I'm a fan of J Lo. I know a lot of y'all hosts don't like her. I love, I love me some J Lo. Uh, yes, I know she can't sing. I don't care. I love mm-hmm. that bitch. Now, with that said, when they, when I heard that's gonna be doing a thousand J Lo's, I was like, damn, everybody finna have this damn green Versace dress on. I was surprised that only one person showed up with that. I was surprised. But I will say, none of the looks that they presented, majority of them was not memorable. I had to go back and look like J-Lo wore that. The only one I remember J-Lo really wearing was with Willow Peel um, outfit, um, Diabetes outfit from the Super Bowl, Gorgeous, George's outfit from the Super Bowl, and Angel and um Angie's outfit from the Met Gala. That's only remember that. Mm-hmm. And um, oh girl, cornbread's outfit. Rest of I'm like, she wore that. She did. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I wish they would have did her some of her video looks though. I think um the in the acting challenge, I think everybody did pretty decent. They did, yes. I, th- I think everybody did decent. Um, it wasn't really nobody who just really bombed the acting challenge. Um, the runway, a thousand J Lo's. Um, I I think the worst one probably was George's. Um, no, Mama. I, I, it, it, it was crazy because she hyped up J Lo so much, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I know they doing that to shade her. Big, and she came out there looking like just your regular old. Mexican drag queen on a Tuesday night down at Tijuana's or something, Tijuana's. That's so racist. But I, I'm, no, I'm from Dallas, Texas, bitch. I know the, that's really what happens. That's really what they. Oh, I'm not being racist. I'm like that's <laughs> Georgia's. It's like the drag queens here in Dallas. Like it's Texas Mexican drag. Like that's what it is. It wasn't. It wasn't like show stopping like you should have came with something else than that that bodysuit was cute for the club performance like it was think, J-Lo. it was J-Lo, I think, though i think um when it comes to like so in the bottom two it was um Alyssa and not Alyssa and carrie um which was really really odd to me because i thought the bottom two should have been george's and um um what's her name that always come with the same silhouette Big girl, cornbread. Deja, 
Deja Sky. Deja Sky. Girl, baby, I'm... So... Uh, listen, it should have been... <laughs> it should have been... It should have been George's and Alyssa Sky in the bottom with... Um, not, no, no, it should have been... It should have been George's and Deja Sky in the bottom with Deja Sky going home this week. But it didn't end like that. I think we'll say Deja was her being a cow. And I'm not saying that because she was fat, but because she was, she was, she was one of the best in the acting challenge. But yeah. like, Mama, I, I, I'm sorry, I just don't see it for her. like. I think she should have been gone so, maybe two weeks so, ago. So you remember? So on the episode that didn't air, that we talked about, um, I feel like the girls this season are gonna cancel out each, cancel out each other because they're like carbon copies, almost carbon copies of each other. Kind of so, yeah. So. The way it looks like to me, because Gorgeous, or Georgia's, I'm sorry, Georgia's did semi better than Alyssa, who I think because they are the two, they are the two Spanish girls. Mm-hmm. They're gonna cancel out each other. I think Alyssa had one of the best runways this week. Alyssa and Angie had the best runways. Alyssa, it was it was J Lo. The only thing that and she elevated and and, and it was hot. The only thing I would say that could have been better, she should have had a bigger hat. But other than that, it was J Lo. Um, I think I don't think she should have been at the bottom, but I don't know who should who else should have been there besides her. Hell, it, um, m- maybe Maddie. Maddie always bottom material. Going down there to the bottom, girl. I mean, <laughs> I- I- any week you could throw her in the bottom, and, and it's justified. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that because he's straight, because he's a straight one or whatever. But just by performance. Every week, every every week, he could have been in the bottom, and it would have been fine, justified. And so, um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, I'm surprised Carrie was safe. Yes. So let's talk about that. So, um, when it went down to the lip sync, it was against Carrie and Alyssa, and um, Alyssa Hunter ate Carrie alive, basically. Um. Even though I think um, Alyssa may probably didn't know all the words of the song in a way that Carrie did, because Carrie was really giving you like lip syncing and then like you know, but um, I thought I thought they was gonna I thought they were gonna like not send nobody home that week. I thought it was gonna be like a joke. Like Mm-mm. okay, these two can't. I, I mean, I don't I don't see neither either of them either of them winning. But mm. this early in the competition going home, I didn't see it for either one going home this early. So I will say I think Carrie's dress saved her because she had the the original J Lo dress. I don't think that I was think really, saved her. I wasn't really wowed by that. I think it was a great dress. I thought that I think that dress um is probably the most easiest to remake. Do um it was so, actually, it was according to Carrie it was actually the it was the actual dress that yeah it was I, I, so, all the reports were saying it um but it was just um it was great. I mean she looks good. I just I, that's it stops there. So I have a beef this season already. With who? The lip syncs that's been going on. So the lip syncs we on episode four. <laughs> I, I have seen four lip syncs for their lives. The first one, the second one maybe. We didn't talk about June lip sync. We haven't talked about it because. <laughs> oh, let's talk about it, girl. <laughs> let's talk about June. <laughs> June, here's the deal. June would have been all right if she would just would have took off the cape and just would have left on her little maxi dress and and did her lip sync in that. 
But no, she took off her wig to expose a little uh um kitten wig. A little kid wig or whatever. And those things just bring out the man in a drag queen. Like like it really brings out the Monet exchange. Like like it really brings out the man. Oh, I hate this and it's like, and then she like her dress started falling, so her breast was exposed. Then her shoes came off. Do not, that is horrible. Do not take your shoes off. If you take it off your shoes when you lip sync and you are down bad and you already lost, you trying to pull something out the bag. Like stay in your shoes when you lip syncing, cause you lose and now it look like you done got into a fight and somebody beat you out your shoes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take up for June. Only June was looking like a linebacker from LSU by the time she so, got through with that lip sync. She did. She did. So <laughs> but I'ma take up for her because I watched her watch her watch um packing with Michelle. Mm-hmm. So she had some cute I, I know, looks that was so coming I up. Did, so I didn't know I, I didn't realize that she said on the show that she only been doing drag for two years. Mm-hmm. So that's why I gave that early the old school Shangela vibe when Shangela first got on the show. Look very like I just started this yesterday. I get that. Mm-hmm. However, I get, how can I say this? I guess when you get the opportunity to get on Drag Race anytime when you're not ready to be on there, you just take it. I don't think she. I just think she wasn't I ready. So. But yeah. But you take that's like a once a lifetime opportunity when right. you get on Drag. Take it right. I get take it. it when you take it. So, but I think if she, I think she did drag in the south. And I say this about all drag queens, from the black drag queens at that. Mm. That if you did drag queen in, in the south, if you was a drag queen in the south, yo, I think your look would be polished, even if you just started yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, it's, it's something about drag queens down here. They take, they into their pageant shit. They into they being polished. They're not going to let you use their last name looking like shit. So, <laughs> right. Exactly. So I, so I think if that was the case, she would have been fine. But since that's not the case, I just think because she's in LA and I noticed that most of the drag queens, the black drag queens that's not from the South. Or the ones in LA are already established. The girls. Right. They're either established or you from drag race or or that. Because even when Bob the drag queen was on her season of Drag Race. I didn't get her look. I'm like, I'm not used to black comedy queens, number one. Because I'm used to drag pageant girls. Not That's true. So, but seeing it is better. Now I will say this, the issue that I do have with one drag queen, Monet Exchange. <sighs> Beautiful gowns. Great gowns. That's all I see. All I see is linebacker. Every time I see her. Great gowns. Great, Great gowns. gowns. But here's, here's the deal. I will say... She does give body. I would, f- I'd fuck Monet Exchange out of drag, but she don't like black dick anyway. So, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> I heard, I heard, they get, <laughs> I heard they get a podcast <laughs> talking Alleg- about allegedly. I didn't listen to that podcast, so I have to go back and listen to it. Um, <laughs> about them like dating white, wasn't something like that or something? Yeah, it went on or something. We'll we'll have to listen to it and talk about it. But um. Yeah, I I think Monet does sometimes give great body from like the titty down. Yeah, but baby, the shoulders, and it's baby. She has a bad choice of wigs. 
She loved a short wig and that shows the shoulders, baby. You to let something drape over them shoulders. Like the she loves a short wig. Get so out of the, the short wigs. I need so the, volume from you. I need so volume. Cutest, curls, 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 curls. So the cutest <laughs> wig, speaking of curls, 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 the cutest wig I seen Monet Exchange have on was the first episode of what you, um, the first episode of the after show of RuPaul's Drag Race this season. I forgot the name of the show. Oh, when she uh, do the review. Um, Pit Stop. Pit Stop. When she had that big curly blonde wig. That I'm like, is, that's the first. That was the first. That was the first great Monet, Monet exchange we got ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, I definitely fuck Monet. She looked like she was a fun girl, but um, but other than that, <laughs> why am I like that? Anyway, that's horrible to talk about people like that. But anyway, hey, do you it. have a favorite? Do I have a favorite to, uh, to win? To win? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Willow or Angie. Those are my choices right now, too. Yeah, it's gonna be Willow or Angie. I think Willow Angie, yeah. Angie just like delivers week after week after week. I like Cornbread too, but I have a feeling that she's gonna um talk herself out of it soon. The way she was doing Jasmine, I'm like, girl, stop. Like, it ain't that serious. They gave they give her the villain edit. I, I, it, it was doing way too much cornbread, doing way too much. But yeah, let's talk about something else. Have you heard of West Elm, Caleb? I didn't hear about it till you told me about it. So, child, and I heard about it randomly from uh, where I heard about it from another podcast. So I'm not gonna like go into whole detail about it because it's very simple. It was this guy who worked at uh. West Elm, the furniture store, and he was on um, Hinge dating app, and he just basically um, became popular because he was hooking up with a lot of women and going on dates, not even like having sex. Nobody said that uh, they had sex with him. Nobody said that they was pressured for sex. Nobody said that they was sexually assaulted, harassed, or anything like that. A whole bunch of women came forward and just put two and two together. It was like, oh, we all been on dates with this guy. And they decided to dox him. Huh. So the story of West Elm Caleb, a serial ghost on the hinge app, is as mystifying as the act itself. It all began on TikTok when a woman uh, from New York City just came on there and posted her like um, her experience with this Caleb guy. And then all these other, you know, white women started coming forward. It was like, oh, I had a date with him too. Like and then they like put his information out there like that's why we're talking about it because it's like the audacity of people in in, in this social media age to feel like okay this person went out on a date with me and and, and don't want to go out on a date with me anymore so it's okay for us to get online and i'm raising his, my hand like i'm raising put, my hand like i'm in school and put his go information ahead. out there go ahead I, so he was not in a relationship with none of these girls right no he didn't tell them a dream that they was gonna be together. They he he was just dating them, going out on a couple dates, and he and not going. He was love bombing them, as they were saying, like, "Girl, what?" That's interesting, but that's kind of that's sad. I'm just calling. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be politically correct, but I can't. That's pathetic. Actually. Crazy. That's pathetic because he if he didn't if if y'all was not in a relationship with this man. Y'all was not y'all were just quote unquote dating and getting to know each other. This is part of dating. 
they um they were saying it was love bombing and, and they, they they give the definition of love bombing is when a date showers you with compliments gifts and affection and it's like and he was really like he he was just a good date and these women just wanted to like be with him and it's like here's the deal i'm gonna get on my soapbox a little bit when you a good catch people will treat you like that people will get mad at you for not i guess I don't know, pressuring this thing between y'all two. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just like let shit happen. And that's where people be talking about that old apply pressure bullshit. All that is is like, uh, I think you like me more. Uh, I think I like you more than you like me. And I want you to really, really put pressure on this so it can really work out. And that's just like really desperate. Like, that's not when niggas talking about apply pressure. That just sounds so desperate. What you <laughs> child? I think they already Lennox. Okay. Um, that, sounds, that, that, that is a cry for help. That just sounds so desperate. Apply pressure. Is, so you is, want me to force this? It's basically what you're saying. You want me to force this? So my thing is because I've I've been on dates and I was dating this guy recently, but I'm a type of person that I like to have fun and let things happen naturally. I'm not going to force you to like me. I know you may you may like me because I we spend time with each other. That's a sign of, to me. That's a sign of you liking me. That you really that's interesting to me. I'm not going to sit there and force you to be in a relationship. If you're not going to be in a relationship if you're not ready for a relationship. I'm not really looking for a relationship. But I think that I think people have taken the fun out of dating. Yes, to me, like, that, like, the fun out of that. that's the whole point of dating. I can go out on a date with one person Tuesday and then have a wonderful time and want to go out again Thursday, but do it with another person. That's what dating is. Dating is not meeting one person and then trying to force something to work out between y'all and cutting everything off and focusing on that, that's not that's not what dating is. And you brought up another. You brought up something that I don't know if we're gonna talk about it or not. But um, about the gifts because I know the girl that hit Twitter that was on TikTok that she gifted this guy a cigar. Oh, bitch! Yes, I forgot all about that. So, th- so on Twitter, this one girl was talking about how um um this one girl got on TV got on TV. She got on TikTok with a real short uh pussy cut. Her, her cut was cute. Had a real. It worked, cute. For, her. It worked for her. It don't Had work for real, drag queens. It don't work for drag queens. Yes. It, work, it, it works for real fish. <laughs> her pussy cat. Her, her pussy cat cut was real cute. Anyway, she got on um, TikTok and was saying how she had a cigar. I mean, well, she wanted to give this guy a cigar because he said that he liked cigars. So her dad was into cigars. So she went to her dad's house and got a cigar for him. And her mama wrapped it up and whatever, whatever. And she gave this man a gift. And it just, like, took Twitter into shambles. You know how relationship just automatically just throws straight Twitter into shambles anyway? Mm -hmm. And it was like... This other lady made a goofy ass TikTok about it, talking about you giving me gifts or something. You shouldn't give me gifts, and it's like I'm not one of these people who are like big on gift giving. Mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a big gift giver, and I'm also not big on receiving gifts. Like I, I just I've never been that per. I've never been the buy me shit type of person. Um, and I've have dated people. Who are the like 
who, who people because people be like what's that bullshit people say my love language is uh gift giving or something yeah. like giving girl gifts. that's a whole bunch of bullshit <laughs> if y'all get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit that is not a thing my love language is gift giving girl if you don't shut the fuck up it's a it is a love language though it is it's a, it is a love language. okay 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 it is it is let me stop for everybody start it is right in okay it is a love language and i get it, it but that is that's the one that i guess i will have to adapt to more because i'm not i don't you know, when I'm out and about and things, I don't think of things like that. I'm not a very romantic person, mm-hmm. which that's the one thing that I have to work on. Um, especially, I, I'm, I, I, I'm like that was a nice gesture. Like if somebody would have done that for me or whatever, I would have been like, oh my god! Like I would have been like really, really because I don't really, I don't think to do things like that. Right. So, if, so if somebody did something like that for me, I would really appreciate it. My it's, take, it's nothing wrong with like somebody giving somebody a fucking cigar. They made a big deal about that. Like, it's not a big deal to me. I took it as number one that she actually listened to what the man like. She listened. A lot of y'all hoes don't listen to shit. Right. Oh my bad. I mean to be that person. And my that's bad. the whole point of the gift. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> that was the whole point of her gift. Is I, I'm listening to you. That's what I would have took more from the from that gift more than just the cigar. Because that's one of the things that um, when I was in a relationship, like to me, it's always been the little things that matter than right. just the big things. I don't give a fuck about being all on over your social media. Right. I don't care about that. No, bitch. Do you know the? Like, do you know where my favorite place to get gizzards from? Like, that's what matters. Right. Because so, <laughs> that's how I took it as. She, like, she do you know my order down at the chicken place? She listened to the man that he likes cigars. That's number one. Also, I know straight Twitter, gay Twitter, y'all don't believe in getting, y'all don't believe in paying for shit, but y'all want people to give y'all shit. I get that. Oh, However, Lord. this woman wants this man. She saw a man that she liked. So therefore, she went and got his ass a cigar to show that she liked this motherfucker. And I listened to that she and do that. She listened. Uh, y'all, a lot of y'all would actually do better by listening and take interest in the person that y'all like and stop thinking about yourselves. Damn, I'm turning to Mary J. Blige. Well, let me stop. So, but just be true. Go off. They but can't think true. about themselves because that, like, like I said before, they have that that they have the idea already made up in their head about how this relationship is going to go. And instead of like meeting somebody and then planning your life with that person, gays come with their shit already planned on how it's supposed to go. And you got to get on board with that. You, you grown ass man got to get on board with whatever I want to do. And it's like that. I think that's why it's everybody on Twitter talking about, Oh, they, want a relationship and all this stuff. I'm like, why don't y'all niggas get together? Why don't all y'all niggas just always talking about ain't nobody out here and all this niggas ain't shit? Why don't y'all get together? Because, because they can't, because they don't fit they don't it don't fit their fantasy. Because niggas ain't shit ain't my that's not my reality with dudes. Like I can't walk around and be on some oh niggas ain't shit and all this stuff because I don't have bad experiences with dating niggas. I can say that I can say niggas ain't shit. However, <laughs> however, however, I have also been the ain't shit nigga. Huh. Speak on so, it. So, but 
at the same time, I'm not going on Twitter saying that I have a bad, I have a bad day to spirits with every man that I have been with. I'm not mm-hmm. crying on Twitter. Somebody ain't no good, ain't no man in Atlanta that's not worth dating. You ain't never see me say that because I have met some good guys here that I would say I was not necessarily prepared to be in a relationship with them, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I have seen so many successful relationships in Atlanta that mm-hmm. there's no bad. It's just your punk ass two bitches trying to live up to this fantasy world of being a power couple and you that don't you, wanna... you, you ain't even did the work to be the power couple. You even made it to the point of being a boyfriend. You up here two bitches trying to be a fucking husband. You can't even make a right. fucking date. Be a boy. A... Date. Know how to date niggas. And, and, and you might know what you want. Like, here's the deal. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't buy niggas shit. I, I'm not the gift giver, but I will pay for a date. Like, I, let's go have fun. Let's do that. Right. And, 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 but that doesn't mean when, when you do that things, niggas be so like, oh my gosh. It's like, and, and, and then they start planning our lives together. And I'm like, boo, this is just a date. We can, I, I don't have to talk to you tomorrow. So, so I don't have to talk to you the next day. I can, I, I can text you three days later. Hey, what's up? Let's plan something else for next week. Right. I, I'll see you next week. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to talk to you every day, all day until the next time we see each other. Like, learn how to date, y'all. Like, come on. And, and what is that? <laughs> I know we got to I know we got to go to the next topic. Learn how to date your motherfucking self. Learn how to be your own best friend before you start Ooh. trying to get niggas, too. And why do I sound mad on this damn episode? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> don't get too mad because you're going to end up like our next story, which is the TikTok, uh, a TikTok star um, dead at 28 after his lover allegedly strangled him over a video game. Huh. Let's go ahead and roll on, roll into that shit. Okay. That is some crazy. Did you hear about that? I heard about that, yes. So TikTok influencer Rory Teasley has died at 28 after his boyfriend of 10 years allegedly strangled him during a fight over a video game, according to Michigan's Oakland County Sheriff's Department. Officers went to an apartment in uh, Pontiac, another, another suburb of Metro Detroit, Thursday night after the Daquan Jovo Watkins guessed the race. Shout out to a black guy who tipped, called 911 to report that he and Teasley had an altercation. Um, Watkins, who is 31, told the cops that he and his boyfriend had gotten into a fight and that uh, he's now sleeping on the that Teasley is now sleeping on the couch. Wow. So he told he killed that man and told the police he was sleeping on the couch. Mm. This motherfucker looked crazy too. And so the dude was the dude who killed was a TikTok influencer. Um, and it's just like this is like so it's just so sad like it's, it's sad because i because i know we i know every episode mostly we, we talk about how dudes kill their lovers over crazy stuff over lovers and all the stuff which is sad and what is making it still sad at the fact that these are still young people they're young gay young gays young 28 31 young men your life is basically changing mm-hmm. your life is basically changed you basically have changed your life forever because you decided decided to kill your lover over a video game i hope it i'm not gonna say i hope i take that but i'm not gonna say i hope i feel as it was something more deeper than that but the video it game had was to what be you, in. you off 
It had and, to be. I, I just, but, but, but you know, them nerd niggas are crazy when it comes to all. I, let, let me stop because I know that's part of our, that, that's a big part of our demo. <laughs> but I, I mean, girl, I, a video game. I remember one time, so I was fucking this one nerd nigga and we got done fucking. I think I told this story on a podcast before. Mm hmm. And we got done fucking. And I was just like, we were just laying in bed, chilling, talking or whatever. And he gets up and just like pulls out this like sword out of this out of this case or whatever. And just start like he wasn't like doing like big like whoa karate moves or whatever, but he was just like flicking his wrist. Like I'm like, we thought he was Zeno. Why I'm thinking like, are you about to slice me up with my nut in your booty? Like, am I about to die right here? Like, what? This is crazy. Like, what makes you just get done having sex and you just get up and the first thing you reach for is this knife and start playing with this knife? And I was like, why do you have that? He was like, oh, no, I just like swords. I'm being silent because I have I want to say something, but I'm not. I'm like, I really thought, I was like, okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm one of these people who can, like, I'm not going to act like, I'm like this psychic or anything, but I can sometimes like sense danger, and I just sense that I wasn't in a good space at the time. The red flags. It was a red flag, but I mean, I I haven't been back over his house. He's been over here. <laughs> did he bring the sword? Did he bring the sword? Girl, I wish he would. Okay, but I just I I don't I don't I don't think he would do that. But it was just so. It's just I, random. It was random. Odd to me. It was very random. But back to the story, and it was just like. Uh, it is. It, 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 the boyfriend wasn't even cute. A ugly nigga killed you like this. Let me. Let's not. Let, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. Thank you. Thank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't. I didn't have. I didn't have to. I didn't have to be the savior this time. Thank you. Maybe that was just her mugshot. That I'm looking at. <laughs> even if he was cute, he didn't have the right to kill the boy. He didn't have the right. Oh, I ain't gonna say if he was cute, he had the right to kill that boy. But it's just like. Um, I don't know. That's just a harder blow. I don't know. <laughs> let, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm going. I'm. But on a serious note, I'm gonna say this: If you know your lover is having issues, you and your lover are having issues, and they become it becomes violent, go to the police. Yeah. If you, I, I just nobody is worth your freedom. Nobody's worth their freedom. No one is worth killing for no one is worth you dying for over right nobody that's, is worth your that's one thing that keeps I, I that should keep a lot of people from killing folks like you ain't nobody worth you losing your life basically over like no right. ain't nobody worth that mm. no, i'm, I'm not even trying I'm to do no, i'm not even trying to do no i'm not even trying to you know, anyways it makes me it may but i will say stories like that Makes me weary of being in relationships with people, though. I will say that. I'm not gonna say that. I will say that because because especially with social media, especially with Twitter, everybody have these quote unquote. I want somebody to be clingy under me. I want this. I want that. That's oh, to me. girl, yeah. That you can't be, I don't want no. I mean, I don't want no clingy. Listen, see, I, I, it goes back to me saying I'm not romantic. Like. I'm the type of person I see you on the couch, sit down, bitch. I go sit on the opposite end. I wouldn't think to sit next to you. Like, 
and like people and, and, and like people like cause sometimes like when I've dated people they'll like take offense to that and it's like girl I'm just sitting on the couch well, just cal- calm down I will sit I will sit next to you <laughs> hugging hugging I may not hug you. I may not cuddle you because I need to know the cute. I need to know the context clues of me hugging you. If that's okay, and uh-huh. cuddling you and all that stuff. But I don't. I don't like you. I don't need to talk to you every day. I don't need. Right. To, I don't need to. This last dude, I I called myself. I went. We went on one date, and I actually enjoyed his company. Like when we was out on the date, but it was like it went downhill when he was like. When we decided he was trying to like, come over here and like, you know, want to talk every day. I'm like, we was having we had a great date. Why why would you why let why mess this up? Let's just go out. Just I just get just get free dates, nigga. Let's go out and have a good time. I'm paying for the dates. You, you can't even do that. Marriage marriage is on everybody's mind. Everybody's trying to get be the perfect. Oh. The perfect. Everybody trying to be the perfect internet couple. They want the, they want the internet. They want the social media power goal couple. Anyway, it, it ain't happening over here. But okay. Well, you know what, gays ain't trying, ain't thinking about uh, that type of shit right now. It's the gays that's on this old cruise, child. It ha- has it docked. Is it back? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's it's finally back. Yes. So. There has been <laughs> there's been backlash about this uh gay cruise. So um it, it was a, a gay travel company was slamming um Sam's homophobic gay cruise in a story in the New York Times. We're not gonna read the story from the New York Times, but basically um uh the CEO of this gay travel company um is mad at the New York Times because the New York Times made lots of reports about the cruise. Um this cruise that they're doing in the middle of COVID and you know the the gay the gay travel company tried to say that they had protocols and they were being safe and all this stuff happened and then people were saying they were getting sick on the boat. Their videos popping up of them like really taking no precautions uh for COVID. They say they were all vaccinated. But listen, with with the latest reports of them people who were selling them fake vaccine cards and they made like one point two million dollars, that's a lot of fake vaccine cards. And that that made me think that it's still I still don't get that. It's a lot of people out here that they're saying they vaccinated that's not basically that that's basically all they told me. So all these people on this I I I don't even get I don't even get the fake vaccine cards because the shit is free when you go get the vaccine. But that's just me. So that's just me. All these people on this boat, they all the videos and stuff coming out on Twitter, TikTok, they fucking and shit. And you know, it's it it looks like what would be my idea of hell, just a sea of white gays just dancing to oomph oomph music. Um, I I would I would hate to catch COVID. This would be the reason why I catch COVID. I always say if I catch COVID, bitch, let's make it worth it. I don't think, <laughs> bitch. I'd be. I'm sorry, I can do that. <laughs> what? Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying, bitch. I've always said if I'm gonna catch COVID, bitch, I'm just gonna be, bitch. I caught COVID, but bitch, I, I had a time, girl. <laughs> I had a good old time. The, the, the irony of that is the people that that was on that trip said the same thing. Because I read, I read the article. And me being the journalist that I am, I went and looked up the videos. Oh. 
Child. So it was, it was it was it was a lot of sex videos. It was a lot of con- content being made, and you know, let me stop because if that was like a cruise, I think I've always been scared of gay cruises, and this is me being ignorant or whatever. But what's new? I just I, I just feel like they gonna get them boats out there and just sink one one day. Oh, some <laughs> on, on some homophobic shit, and so that's why I'm scared to get my ass out there on a gay cruise. But I mean, a, a gay cruise would just give me like it just seems like host hotel on water. That's what it, it's basically. That's basically what it is. <laughs> host hotel on water. The Hyatt in Miami sizzle on water. That's really all it is. So this is how I feel. Um, I want to go on a gay cruise one day, but however, with shit that's going on with. Omarion, Omicron, whatever the fuck you pronounce this shit. Yeah. And with the CDC saying don't take cruises, the last thing I would want to do is be on a cruise. Now, based on the pictures that I seen, it was a hell of a lot of motherfuckers on that boat. It was like packed. They, they, them bitches was like, it, it looked like one of the the uns conditions. Like, I mean, what they call it, the rays. It yeah. was it was literally one of those. So it was. I was like, it was that. Um, I'm not going to judge you for having sex on the on the cruise. It's a gay cruise, of course. Sex is happening, so, baby. That's so, gonna happen, girl. That's gonna happen. That's expected. I know. I know. I know. I know. The, I know the smell of poppers and meth was going on on the Y'all cruise. Y'all better be. That's another thing they were saying. They said it was a lot of drugs going on on this cruise. So, so that's crazy. How'd you get drugs on this? How you get drugs on a cruise, girl? I don't know, but and I mean, and, 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 I ain't talking. I ain't talking like you know people. Um, 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 little marijuana, um, the liquid marijuanas that you blow that I take when I'm traveling, the vapes. I vape. Mm-hmm. I take vape marijuana when I travel domestically, bitch. Don't try to take no vape into another country, girl. You're gonna be arrested. I'm telling y'all now, you can travel with them vapes uh, domestically. But um, it was they was taking hard drugs. Allegedly, I'm gonna go ahead and say allegedly because of Tasha K. Allegedly, but. Um, <laughs> We ain't should no, just start I, saying Tasha K instead of saying allegedly. Look, <laughs> ain't no Tasha K on this bitch. Listen, <laughs> but, girl, imagine but get just, sued for three point. How much? Well, let's pause right there. Three point four million dollars. Yes, bitch, your kids ain't gonna have nothing. You, girl, you can't get nothing. A house in your, Oh my god, like, but that's what she get. So, but I was, I will say this. Um, I have been to. Um, been to the deviant parties. However, you're supposed to be vaccinated when you go to the deviant parties. They check your vaccination card and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, because of the recent news, I forgot which I think New York, um, the nurses that were selling fake vaccine cards, Long Island. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder. Allegedly, we're gonna allegedly. Going, I'm saying going forward, we're saying allegedly for every fucking thing, but it makes right. me wonder if somebody else people, already reported, we good. It makes me wonder how many people have been showing up with these fake vaccine, vaccine cards. cards. Yes. And then how much have you been paying for these, vaccine, these fake vaccine cards when you just go get the fucking vaccine for free? I think a lot of people think that this COVID shit is going to be something that, you know, the president or somebody, they're, they're waiting for the president to stand up and go, okay, everybody, COVID is over with, it's done, and that's, that day is never going to happen. No. That, 
and it's like, bitch, go get that motherfucking vaccine, or we gotta, listen, we gonna have to just move on from, like, people who don't want to get a vaccine, like, we, there need to be laws passed to where, like, if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you're not a priority at the hospital, and all this shit, like, if you trust your immune system, then when you catch COVID, bitch, you do just that, you stay your ass at home, and you trust your motherfucking immune system. Baby. Mm-hmm. Don't bring your ass up here to this hospital sucking up these resources, ho. Stay your ass at home and trust your motherfucking immune system. Drink your vitamin C, your orange peel, water, and whatever shit your other uh, hotel ass be talking about. And stay at home. Mm. Like, if, like, and, and then, and then, and then I heard they be going up to the, to the, I heard they be getting sick and going up to the hospital and shit and talking trash to the doctors and nurses and all this shit. And I'm like, bitch, I will unplug this shit. It's crazy. So I will trip and fall over this shit on purpose, girl, and you will be out of here for real. So my That's why thing- I couldn't work in this shit. Because. <sighs> My thing is this. I'll be talking cash shit right before a motherfucker die. Listen, bitch. (laughs) My thing is because I will I'm a type, okay, I'm I'm just because I I feel this way. I'm not going to tell you to go get the vaccination. I'm not going to tell you not to go get the vaccination. You do whatever benefits your your needs. Mm -hmm. However, if your ass gets sick, from this shit. Own it. Own it. Own it. Don't sit here and say, well, I didn't I didn't do this and all this. I didn't do that. I didn't believe in COVID and all that stuff. That's fine. The news told you that COVID was going on. People told you the vaccine was there. You chose not to take it because of Dr. CB, the T- Tuskegee experiment. Girl, all that old nigga Nick- bullshit. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> they told they told you not to, they told you not to tell you they told you not to take it that's up to you Ooh. however as someone that has as someone that has had covid i have no desire to go get the shit again i have no desire to be in the fucking hospital so mm-hmm. when i got the chance to get vaccinated which the irony when i had covid i was about to get vaccinated that fucking week i so, remember so do what you want to do. I know we we're in the third season of COVID. We in season two of this vaccine. At this point, if you don't have the vaccine, you just don't want to get the vaccine. Because a lot of people will say that, point. oh, the reason why I get the vaccine, I want to see how it worked. Okay, bitch, we wanted to uh, a year with the vaccine. You know how it worked. Get the shit. What's your excuse now? We gotta move on. I think I think like yeah, everything gotta keep going. But at this point, at this point, it's it's they ain't shut, so they ain't shutting. The, they not shutting the government down. They ain't shutting no jobs down. They not. You ain't, you ain't getting not nail another check. <laughs> let that idea go. Let's talk about it since we gonna talk about it then. So you know, people love to talk about. People love to be on Twitter talking about what all these other countries are doing or whatever. This country's doing this, but these countries' cases are still at the roof. Like. Nobody has this has this shit under control. You're not gonna test your way out of this. And the reason why the I think the reason why there's a testing shortage is because when they found the vaccine, they ramped up vaccine and and, and lacked on testing. Which if everybody was getting vaccines, you would need the fucking test. People running out here getting this want these tests because they not vac they not vaccinated. 
Let me tell you something. I I don't act like I'm um I have done everything perfectly or whatever, but as far as I know, I haven't had um a COVID. Mm-hmm. Right? And what I have done, I have the luxury of of living by myself. Uh of I ain't gonna say a luxury. I just live by myself. That's not a luxury. I live by myself. Um I I work from home. And I don't really have much of a social life. Like, I'm not out doing much. And I wear my mask when I'm indoors. I get my groceries delivered and all this stuff. So it's like, I don't, some people be out here acting like they are, like, superior to people because they haven't caught COVID. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that shit got to stop. Because, bitch, you can catch, I do, I, I, I am nervous every time I'm in the elevator with other people, even mm-hmm. when I have a mask on. I just started back wearing a mask indoors when Omicron came. Because, bitch, I took my mask off when, and I ain't going to lie, when I got my first shot, I stopped wearing my mask. <laughs> so, so the funny thing about this is the only place I do not wear my mask at is a restaurant. At the gym in the restaurant. Okay. So I, it, it is so stupid when I see people walk into a restaurant with a with a mask on. I'm like, okay, that is so dumb. Just go ahead and take it off or not come in here because you know and, 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 and another thing, people forget that the whole six feet thing works when you're indoors, right? Mm-hmm. If, the, if, the, if the building has good ventilation and you're staying six feet away from people, you're more than likely going to be okay. So, so, and so, unless it's Omicron, because Omicron, girl, she's very contagious. She's very contagious. So I will say this. Unless your restaurant specifically tells you to have a mask on, I wear it then. But as far as the going to grocery store, I still wear my mask. When I go to Target, I wear my mask. Yeah. But I don't yeah. wear it at the gym. I do stuff. wear my store. Whenever I'm indoors at a, um, stores and everything, I do, I do still wear my mask. But y'all... So, Please. We, we mean to turn it to a <laughs> a and people and, and, and you know but, but but the main people who be on Twitter that's complaining about the shit is a bunch of privileged people. These people are at home working from that they're at home, they're working from home. Most of them ain't got no kids and they just on online talking about they check. They they stimulus and and uh stay at home and pay us $2,000. Girl, I can't do nothing with no two thousand dollars. If y'all don't get your ass out of here, baby, all I'm gonna say is, girl, y'all, we ain't get no more checks. Sit at home and pay us two thousand dollars a month to do to do what with and fall in debt. Right, because we're not we're not getting no more checks. Um, I I get that y'all realize that y'all not get paid well enough that y'all quit y'all jobs. That's cool. I'm not tell you. I'm not gonna tell you not to do that because you feel underpaid. Quit your job. That's good I'm economics, though. I'm I will say that because because it, it doesn't make economic sense if you're already on the floor, right? It doesn't make sense for you to get up to go to a job that's not gonna get you off the floor. Right. I totally get that, bitch. Listen, if the job ain't gonna get me off the floor, I'm not gonna waste my energy my mental health and all that shit going to a job that's going to work me to fucking death and never get me off the floor. Girl, I can do and I think that's what COVID taught a lot of people. Bitch, you're already doing bad. You're already just getting, you was just getting by anyway, working 40 hours a week. And COVID told you that you could just get by without that. Right. So. That woke a lot of people up to that. I will say that. And that's the good thing. 
So I will say this, and I'm speaking on my speaking on my behalf, we're not gonna talk about this shit again after this episode. <laughs> but you know, I think it's it, I, I I really think it's a good thing to touch up because we, 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 we I, I don't we think has, we ever talked about COVID. We we escaped it. So I would say we escaped it for so long. I don't think but, behind the I don't think behind the scenes we, 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 you we and I even have even talked about talking about COVID. We did we didn't. We didn't we didn't. And because I will admit that I because this shit has become so political and I don't really talk about politics for real. So, but at the same time, we on Twitter. I get tired of y'all complaining about my check, my check, my check. Nancy Girl, Pelosi, and all this old other bullshit. You ain't getting no check. <laughs> Go to work, sell some dope, bitch, or some pussy, one of the two. And leave them people, and don't, and also, we still in the pandemic. With that said, you know, you going to the restaurant, you know, they're understaffed. Get them people, give them people some grace. You know, yes. it, it, it just be generous during this time. I have been like overly tipping more than I normally do when I do go out and things like that. Even with um all my deliveries, I I tip so generously on Instacart. It's really like sometimes I'm like, okay, Brian, you're doing too much, but you're really not. Like my 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 last grocery bill was like two hundred some dollars, and I tipped like fifty some dollars. Two hundred dollars? Huh? Two hundred dollars? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, money. A two. That's not bad for two weeks. A two hundred dollar grocery bill for two weeks. Chad, I ain't been grocery shopping so long. I don't know. I mean, that's not. I mean, for one person, I just spent two hundred dollars. That's not. That's not a lot. Four hundred dollars a month for groceries. Yeah, crab legs. No. You got shrimp. Yeah. You got a whole, you got a whole chicken. <laughs> anyway, bitch. <laughs> I'm talking about my groceries, hoe. <laughs> uh, oat milk. But like y'all, y'all tip, um, y'all, y'all tip more. You know, I will say about tipping. Um, when I tip on DoorDash, I tip extra. But it always seemed like the times that I over tip, they don't bring my shit up. So it makes me not want to over tip when it comes to DoorDash. I'm like, I'm over tipping you because I know I live in a building. I know you gotta come up and everything. Cool. If I just give you the regular thing, I don't mind coming down. You know what I'm mm, saying? Yeah. But if I'm over tipping you and you see, can they see how much I tipped them? Yes. And you still don't make an effort to bring it up? Yeah. Like, mm, that's what I don't in, like about DoorDash. In the words of Gangsta Boo, leave your broke ass at home if you ain't going to tip. <laughs> right. Start tipping these people during the. Uh, during the pandemic. All right. We don't, um, we, so, we, we, we don't our COVID soapbox now. So <laughs> let's move on to speaking of speaking of meals. A TikTok chef makes meals to help people who bottom <laughs> have better sex. And nutritionists approve this shit. Girl, because we get because bottom gets tired of starving themselves. So basically what it is, girl, <laughs> it's this it's this one gay who just decided to make a whole bunch of meals. High in fiber. <laughs> That's pretty much all it was. <laughs> so, after Austin-based chef Alex Hall posted his first TikTok cooking video in June 2021, he never anticipated it would turn into a viral account. Hall said he started his online cooking show, The Bottoms Digest, based on his own experience of trying to find foods that can make anal sex more enjoyable. Now, here's the thing. He's saying make anal sex more enjoyable or make you more prepared for anal sex, like, easier. So, when I 
read it because I think on the last episode I talked about me becoming a better bottom this year. So you want a bigger pussy? Not a bigger pussy. I just want I just want to send my loose I just want to send my loose cat. Slightly ajar. Slightly ajar, yeah. <laughs> so that's a difference. Um because so when I was reading about that, um, so I hear stories from bottoms that say they don't eat when they get ready to have sex. And before they flee, they eat, they starve themselves and all this stuff. And I've been hearing that from, I've been hearing that for years. Right. And I'm like, so you sacrificing food for a dick. So this case with, um, I can't think, I forgot his name. Alex he, Hall. Alex Hall. He's doing on TikTok, showing bottoms that you still can eat because a lot of the stuff that I have been reading that for bottoms, you need a lot more fiber than, and it also cuts down on you fleet in douche fiber and, and, and put some water on them guts yes so, <laughs> i i think it's a good idea because i'd rather you i'd rather you go viral for information you're trying to yes. help somebody then your ass dancing around at the gym girl that <sighs> but i wasn't gonna go that either but i'd rather i'd rather you go viral for teaching somebody something lifting somebody then from being information. dancing like a motherfucking good gorilla coon all over the place and interrupting white folks lunch <laughs> and they looking at you and you call yourself the grooving gorilla that i hate that shit <laughs> and he, and, it, and he danced horribly so that's what's that's what make it worse so big niggas, you, you too corny big niggas you gotta you can't be corny like that like when you that type of you gotta mm, i don't that's why big now well, let's talk about that another day. Let's keep talking about this episode. Let's keep talking about Alex Hall. I think it's a good thing where he's really teaching people. Like, I know for me, I don't really bottom that much, mm-hmm. and um, but when I do, I notice that I've started eating healthier the older that you know, because I feel like you know I'm getting older, mm-hmm. bitch. I can't just sit here and just eat like I'm 19 anymore, and right. I really had to learn that. Like, bitch, you can't eat like you're 19 no more. And um, just incorporating more vegetables and stuff into my diet. I know that when I eat more healthy and when I do go to clean out, baby, 30 minutes tops. Eat. I ain't going to lie. It have taken me like over an hour at times to clean out before. And I hope so- you, I, it, it, And it's like, that's, that's a little. And that's why I always had this thing. Like, I used to be like, when I was after, after, like, bitch, I, first of all, I don't bottom that much. So when I do like go through the whole clean out process, girl, while she's clean and open, y'all better come get it. I'm not cleaning out for one dick. Come like, on. come on, <laughs> come on, come on, marathon. Come listen, on. listen. While the hot and ready light is on, y'all better come get it. <laughs> It's but you know what it's interesting because as you say as as I cry to get a uh, a slightly or dry pussy as you call it uh-huh. that I didn't realize that um fleeting that a lot of health people say don't say, do it don't do it yes I don't do it as often as you don't do it often because don't of the, it. Mm-hmm. because it leads to because clean up you some I forgot the bacteria that's there that's supposed I to help think, you. I think if you don't do it, I think I think what I think what they mean is like if you eat healthy, because I know if I eat the time when I wasn't eating meat, I tested it when I was not eating meat, a bitch would be ready in less than thirty minutes. Mm. 
anything else is just was my OCD. <laughs> because like, even that, because even that, they would say you supposed to do like three. You only supposed to do like three cycles. Right, I, that's what I'm getting to. You only supposed to do three rinses. If the water ain't clearing three rinses, it should be right or almost there. Everything else is just you just freshening her up right. after three rinses, and that's how it was when I wasn't eating meat. Like three rinses, good to go. Like, and I think that's what they mean. Like, you shouldn't be fleeting for an hour. You shouldn't be pressure washing your pussy with that shower thing, with that shower attachment. That is a mess. Have you ever tried to use one of them things? No, I seen, that, I seen it. I seen, I seen it in several people's houses, but I have never used that it. thing. What you attach to your shower? That is literally like sticking that thing up the car wash up your ass. And apparently, people been using it wrong, or there's a certain way you're supposed to use that. You are pressure it. washing your insides. Stop and, using that thing. <laughs> you give yourself a you get basically giving yourself a colonic. Have you ever had a um um uh what them things called a colonic? Is that the thing what you lay down on the thing and let you let the yeah. yes I I've had that's that's another name before it is a colonic. I had one of them before. I've had one before. I actually used to get them all the time, like back a few years ago. Like I, think, I used to, I used to, I used to get them like every. They're every, expensive. Every three months. They're expensive. It was like eighty. It was like eighty dollars. I was the gonna time. say that it's like eighty nine dollars when I went. Yeah, eighty nine dollars per session. So I used to go once every three months because um, it's. I will say this: it's very helpful if you're trying to lose weight. I would say that it helps you lose weight. Um, your taste buds. It cleans out every every medication that you ever had in your life up until that time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very up to me. It's a very good reset. Yeah, I will say that. Um, but they are very expensive. I know at that time it was like eighty nine dollars. Or and, and then on top of that, like I know for me, I think I'm gonna go back to the whole no meat thing because mm-hmm. I broke my no meat thing um, the other week with a um, um, I just had a horrible week at work. And I just went out and celebrated that Friday <laughs> with a very expensive dinner. And I just celebrated just having a horrible month at work. Um, and I broke my no meat thing. And I've kind of like, I've kind of like been back on to eating meat. And I think that I'm waking up in the middle of the night again with like stomach aches and stuff that I wasn't like having when I wasn't eating meat. Mm-hmm. And uh, my doctor told me I, I should stop eating beef. Um, a while back but beef is my favorite meat and like i'm just i can say like i really do see the benefits of not eating meat and i think i'm gonna like really go back to it and um just you know get some more recipes and stuff and just try to be more your uh, body your body does something strange once you take meat out Charles. once once you take meat out of your diet and put in the back in Especially, I don't. I'm. I'm you feel the that, difference. You feel the difference. Especially, I know when I do no meat. I usually, and when I start back eating meat, it's mostly I start back eating maybe seafood mm-hmm. and like chicken first before I get into the beef. Beef, yeah. Because I know the beef is like the worst part of the meat that they say is the worst part when you eat, come to eat meat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that you said earlier about eating healthier when you get older mm-hmm. because um for me i for me i've been 
eating a little bit better. Like for this whole month, um, my roommate and I've been cooking more mm-hmm. instead of eating out. Um, yeah. we eat out only on the weekends now. Um, that makes a difference. And just saving money and all that stuff. But I will say this for you because being a, I don't know, you going the vegan route, the vegetarian route. Vegetarian, definitely not vegan. Vegetarian stuff is very taskful. That's not the word I'm looking for. It's very creative to eat. You got to be very creative to be vegetarian. Exactly. You have to be very creative. You have to have a, when I did it, I had a menu for the week. I I will have to make my menu when when I make groceries. Like cauliflower is your best friend. I discovered that I love cauliflower. I just oh cauliflower is so good the way it just soaks up flavors and shit. Right. Oh my god, cauliflower is so good. Like I would say this cauliflower, like when I was doing um, vegetarianism, uh, or or let me cauliflower became one of my favorite vegetables. Um, I eat a lot of cauliflower, mushrooms, mushrooms, so mushrooms and everything almost spinach, kale, kale, kale. spinach, you know, uh, asparagus, just a lot of um, um. One thing I did try to do, I did, I tried to, because it's easy to take away meat and then put in a whole bunch of starches. So I was yeah. trying to stay away from pastas, a whole bunch of that shit, because it's easy to do. Oh, I'm gonna do a um, mushroom spaghetti, or I'm gonna do a spinach lasagna, and you just end up eating a whole bunch of pastas and shit. And I didn't want right. to fall into that route either. Um, but yeah, I, I really think I'm leaning rice towards and all going, this, rice I'm, and all that stuff. Yeah, I really think I'm leaning towards like the whole. I mean, I think I may still always eat seafood, but mm-hmm. I, I, as far as I eat beef, chicken, pork, I, I could see myself being done with that. I used to like um this vegetarian chili. I made some of that when I doing my little thing. When I tell you that shit, that was one of my favorite recipes, uh, from my uh for, that I had got from my when I was making all that mm-hmm. uh, vegetarian stuff. The only thing I could not get into and I tried was the impossible and I think the impossible meats that I tried to get into it and I no, couldn't I could not get into me it. Me either. Here's the deal with that. If I'm gonna be vegetarian, I don't wanna eat anything that reminds me of meat. I could just go eat the meat. Like I'm not, I, I that's that the whole that that defeats the whole point. I'm not and know. I'm not telling I'm not telling nobody not eating possible meat. I'm just saying for me. Mm-hmm. It was not, it was not the thing, and the corn—I can't pronounce it—the corn. Um, I guess the the vegetarian chickens and vegetarian. I did like the vegetarian chicken though. I did like that the chickens or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I did like that, but the vegetarian bacon, nope, was not for me. The soy sausages, nope, not for me. Yeah, like all the imitation meat is just not for me. I just it's it's. It's so much creative shit you can do with vegetables. You ain't gotta fuck around with fake meat. And I really like I like squash too. I love a squash. Squash, squash and zucchini. zucchini. Yeah. I listen. I discovered I love squash odd enough at a happy hour at a fucking club. <laughs> Back in the day, shout out to Beamers happy hour. Um, but would you buy a book like that? I think I think that would be like a cute cover, like a cute coffee table book. It'll be a cute, a cute coffee table book, a very conversational piece. Yeah, I think it'll be cute. Especially, it would, it would be a, like we have the when the gays be having they kickbacks and stuff. They'll be like, "Girl, what the fuck is this? A bottle? I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening. I can see that happening." But right, it would definitely, 
<laughs> I, I will buy the book. It was just basically said you need to, you just need we just need more fiber in our diets. Eat a banana. Is bananas got fiber in them, right? I don't know. I was I don't I don't know. Magnesium, I want to say. Oh, bitch, okay. They gonna bitch, they gonna read the fuck out of our dumbass. <laughs> People gonna be. <laughs> So I don't. I'm like I don't know. So one of one of the vegetables got fiber. Go get some Metamucil. Oh and, yes. Which you was telling me the uh, you was telling me the other day that you didn't know that um the pure pill was something but a fiber pill. I didn't know because I didn't because I didn't take pure, but I didn't know it until I did the research on it. It's nothing but a fiber pill. Like pure, don't get it twisted. Pure does do its job. I I think when pure hit the market, girl, we talking like we on the phone. So. Pure That's was why people listen to our podcast. <laughs> Pure is this pill that people had um that that they came out with. It was to help you um like be ready for sex, be ready for gay sex and anal sex or whatever. But it basically was just a fiber pill. And a lot of people thought that it was like this magic pill that you just take the pill and you don't have to flee. And I was like, girl, why would you think you ain't gotta at least wrench your shit out? Why they thought that? At least freshen her up. Like, what are you talking about? Why would you think a pill gonna do all that? So, the, so when I did the research again, that when you're having fiber, once again, it helps reduces the amount of time you stay fleeting, and that's important. So, and also, our pure was like, if you, I forgot who said it in the movie first. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Yeah. That was they, that was the slogan. So that's what the fiber basically does when you get the bottoming. So get on your fiber, especially as you get older. You need as much fiber in your life. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't so, get no young. Y'all ain't get no younger bitches. So listen, let's go ahead and move this right along and um, to our asking for a friend this week. All I right. asked it for a friend. It's just a general question. What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie, girl? So I came up with this because it's that time of year when the little girls be outside the grocery store because they ain't knocking on your door because Chris. of COVID. So if you got a little niece that's in the Girl Scout, she probably begging your ass to get some Girl Scout cookies. Okay. So that's where that question came from. My favorite Girl Scout cookie is the Tagalongs, which is the the oatmeal, and I might be getting this wrong. Mm. The oatmeal, um, peanut butter, and the dozy doughs, which is the chocolate peanut butter. Mm. I'm really not a fan of the Samoas, which is the coconut. Coconut ones? Yeah, I'm not, I don't like coconut. Mm. I think, here's the deal. I mostly eat sweets when I'm high. So to be honest with you, I can eat all the motherfuckers. It don't matter which one you give me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do... Um, I will eat all of them. Don't get it twisted. But I will prefer. Uh, they have one called lemonades. It's like a shortbread cookie with a lemon icing on the back. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not the lemon creams. The the two cookies with the lemon cream in the middle. It's like a shortbread cookie with a ice a lemon glaze on the back. It's called lemonades. They don't have them all the time and everywhere. It is so good. Then I like the regular shortbreads, and I like the thin mints. The thin mints be so fucking good. And then I like the Samoas. I like the Demis remind, remind me of my mom. The Demis be so fucking good. So um, I don't know if y'all have an Albertsons where you are, or what's another? What's the other uh, chain in Albertsons? Albertsons is the same thing as um, what other store in other parts of the country? I don't know, but don't Google know. it. They have um, Kroger. Privacy. 
No, Kroger and Albertsons are definitely not the same. Okay. Um, they, they have this private selection. I think it's private selection branded. So anywhere, I think they make knockoff Girl Scout cookies and they are so good. And they're probably cheaper because, baby, Girl Scout losing their mind with these cookie prices. I remember when Girl Scout cookies was two fifty a box. They ain't two fifty a box no more. That is crazy. And let me tell you, so this is for the thing. The last time I bought Girl Scout cookies maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I tried to get out of buying the Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. These girls hit me like, oh, we got cash out. I'm oh, like, girl. what? Chill. So now they got cash out now. They ain't got they no, have you ain't got no excuse. They got the um the car reader. I forgot what the car reader was called. Mm-hmm. They pull that out on your ass real fast. Mm-hmm. And then I know this one Girl Scout from my coworker, she had a website selling her cookies. They all, yes, they all got websites now. I was like, shit. Yeah, it's a thing. Mm. It's a thing. So who are you shooting your shout out to this week? I am shooting a shout out to and happy late, belated birthday to our friend T. Um, yes. His birthday was last week, so I, that was my shout out to him. I want to shout out to T. Happy birthday, T. Um, Mr. Popover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and finish uh, shooting my shout out to and giving all the props to Miss Big Yo herself. Um, yeah, Big Yo was the first gay club I've ever went to. And just shout out to Big Yo for like providing that space in Houston for us young banjo gays, huh, KK. And I think if you're, in, if you're in Houston, let us know if the club's still open. Yes, if you're in Houston, let me know if and let us know if KK, I mean, if Big Yo is still going on. I'm sure KK, I mean, Big Yo got a spot somewhere. Somewhere. I remember when, um, like, uh, I remember I saw Mia X at a concert. Yes, Mama and, Mia. Uh, yes, and um, Benji. That that's a that type of vibe. That's what it was like. This was like, <laughs> and when I tell you, I was so crunk when I when um and <laughs> that word is so old. But that was the time. That was the time, and it was like I was living like when she was started singing "Take Your Man." That that was my shit, and I was like, oh my god, Mia X. Like anyway. But they used to buy dress song back in the day. Side shout out. But another thing that happened at Big Yo, I remember one time, I, I don't remember the drag queen that used to work the fucking door. But one time, they used to mark an X on your hand or whatever. Underage. If, if, if you're under 21, and now yeah. that's what I was. And so to, so to get back at the club, you know, whatever. So I left to go outside the club to go smoke with my homeboy who had just pulled up to the club. So we in there smoking or whatever. We could ready to come back into the club. And this bitch gonna say that that's not her hand right on my hand. How is not her hand right? You really think? Bitch, you know who I am. I'm in this bitch every week. You remember me from when I paid you just about an hour ago. If you don't get the fuck out of my face. Mm-hmm. I forget that drag queen name, but anyway, that's the. Uh, this is supposed to be about Big Yo and, and KK. Two dollar drinks at the bar. Shout out to Big Yo and KK. So, so be sure to close. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on all your favorite podcast platforms, which include iHeartRadio, 
Apple Music, and if y'all haven't canceled it because of everything that's going on, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you rate, tell a friend us about, or tell a friend about us, and comment. Also, follow us on Twitter at PunksPod, and use the hashtag PodPunks. Make sure you let us listen in, and thank y'all for interacting with us. We're going to interact more on our um, Twitter account. Email us at Pod. That is wrong. At punkspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our personal Twitter account. I am at Grab Your Jimmy on both Twitter and Instagram. And yes, you see all my gym pics on my Instagram account. Yeah, and I'm on Twitter at wisdom underscore stature. Are you not gonna give your um IG no more? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I, just, I was like, okay. I was like. <laughs> <laughs>